Welcome to Pull the Pin Radio, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions on the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. And I'm Dontavious. Let's pull the pin. All right. Let's pull the pin today. And what yes. could we possibly want to pull that pin on? I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about something you guys have no clue about. None. Mm. Is it sexually transmitted? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, you're talking to a bunch of army guys. I'm sure you're not going to sneak anything past that. Yeah, I know, right? Let me, let's just say, well, you guys know a lot about this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we want to talk about why... Why individually, why we think there's such a huge divide today in America? Mm. Octavius? <laughs> he thought we were uh, Boy, all right. I think there's... You don't, you don't have to use all your points at one time, okay? Yeah. Just letting you know that. You can share one at a time if you yeah, like. Yeah, one at a time. I'm going to run down the list. Let me get my list ready. <laughs> no, I think there's... Uh, um, I think there's ignorance. I think there's a, mm. a, a lack of uh, understanding, um, lack of compassion. Uh, just those three off the top of my head, right there. But it, it, there's a lot of re- there's a lot of reasons for the divide today. But I think ignorance plays a, a huge a huge part in, in lack of compassion. And understanding. Well, okay, let's touch on that. What do you mean when you say expound on that a little bit? <clears throat> ignorance. Uh, for example. Um, I mean, we we see a lot of uh, what's going on, uh, you know, with, with, the, with the police shootings, right? And as a, a normal, a regular citizen, you know, you don't go through training and stuff like that. You don't know the laws. You don't know uh, uh, training, so it, it can. When something happens and you don't know the full story and you're speaking on it, kind of, it's kind of ignorant. You know, you're passing judgment on someone or something. You don't know the full story. You wasn't there or you didn't do research or whatever. Like, um, that's, that's, that's ignorance. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's many forms, but just in, in terms of that. Um, okay. We're pretty ignorant here. So we understand. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very ignorant, but whatever, I own it. <laughs> well, except Mike. Mike is like, I mean, he's like, he's so, he knows everything, dude. I can never slip anything past him. <laughs> past him, like you know, unless we're talking about football or hockey or something, then he's like totally ignorant. Mm. Oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good though. Um, so you're saying that let's say uh, I don't want to mention any specific incident. You're yeah. just saying that uh, the uh, the average citizen doesn't understand what maybe depending on the incident, but what the police have to go through or went through to make a judgment call in their actions. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, correct. And, um, and they're just looking at it from that citizen's standpoint, saying, "Oh." The officer was wrong because I, as a normal citizen, level-headed citizen, would never do that. <laughs> well, I mean, you see on the news all the time or Facebook, wherever you get your news from, um, it's usually a, a short clip, right? We right. don't really get the full, uh, full clip of it for until some time later. And by then, a lot of people have already made up their minds. They're already off doing whatever they're doing. Um, 
and they don't want to hear the truth or, or whatever, you know, the full story on things. And sometimes, not sometimes, but just having a full story, the actual uh, truth, um, that, that can make a big difference. Mm. Why don't you think they want to hear the full story or why don't you think they take the time to look for the full story or why are they quick to assume that this is everything? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I had the answer for that. I don't know. I, 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 list. I, oh, I would say this uh, to respond to that. I would say based on my experience, a lot of the time it's a uh, emotional reaction. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Is is <laughs> I think it's an emotional reaction and I don't care about Jim's side, Dontavia's side, or whatever. It's just something that happened and I can relate to it. I can show a lot of empathy towards the victim, you know. So my thing is once you get past that, that think that's when uh, Jim's point comes in. All right, now why don't you do some research? And we're not saying that, and I'm sure Jim's the same way. We're not saying that, hey, if you do research, it's going to change your opinion. You know, that's that's not the case. But just do some research before you just jump automatically to a conclusion. You know, I want to I want to go a little bit broader. Maybe that's a cop out. But to me, I can summarize this whole thing, in my opinion, on, on two different things. Uh, people are becoming more selfish. And, and I don't mean that in a, in a personal, maybe maybe it's a fear driven selfish and communication. Um, because what I find is even like when we get into these Facebook spats or your local neighborhood app spats, these fights, number one, you're going to say anything behind a keyboard. So social media has made communication or interpersonal communication so much more obsolete because people aren't talking to other human beings. They're talking to other keyboards and, and, you know, words. So would you say those same things to my face? Would you try to convince me of your way if you couldn't hide behind a keyboard or unplug and walk away like you made the, the, the most valid point in the world? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, would I really, like on Facebook, I would call Jim, if he disagreed with me, depending on the topic, I would call him uh, a racist. But now, face, <laughs> no, face to face, you know, would I... You'd have to whisper it. Yeah. You know, and I think that that yeah, that goes to Jim's point though. Right. Yeah, I think ignorance does play a part in why we we have such a huge divide. Well, ignorance, I think on on Dontavis ignorance point, like ignorance has a such a negative content I hate this word. People look negatively on the word Ignorance. <laughs> Con- connotation? Is that it? There you go. Thank you. English is not my best language, uh, even though it's my only one. But I think I think that has <sighs> such a negative ignorance. But realistically, you can be ignorant on, you know, many things. Just You just don't know. And we can't possibly even know how much we don't know. But people want to pretend that anytime they know something like I'm altruistic or I, or I saw it on on CNN. So therefore, it's true without thinking where CNN got it or, or whatever news you're watching. You know, people do that and somehow they, they can justify in their own minds that it must be true. And one CNN doesn't know. Oh, sorry. My bad. No, you didn't. <laughs> CNN doesn't even tell the whole story. Uh, one and two. Um, at least if you're going to speak on something and know half of the information, uh, don't be closed-minded. You know, 
just own that. Yeah, I don't know, but don't be ignorant to the point where someone presents the other side to you, the fact you're and you're still fighting. You're like, nah. <laughs> See, that's 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 where I, that's where I could join because I was about to disagree with you because. If that's their source for information, CNN puts something out, okay, and then you know how people are—they just gonna swallow whatever you you stick in their mouth and then regurgitate it as truth, no matter what the source is, right? But they think it's true. They think, based off their source, that this information is true. I don't have an issue with that. That's why I say now I agree with you when you said when. Let's say Jim comes in and says, hey, there's another side to this. What about this ABC, one, two, three, whatever side of the story? And then people just discount it. Nope, I don't want to hear it. Well, no. I think I think, no. Mike, what you're talking about. See, like, I don't think that's OK. Just because I watch CNN or Fox, I don't think it's OK for me to say, hey, Mike, you know, COVID deaths are are such and such, such and such, because it's it's disingenuous. You can say, hey, I saw on the news today or, hey, I saw in Fox News today or CNN News today that this and this was was what they said, because you really have no no proof other than what you hear. Now, if you right. saw something specifically. <laughs> You know, if I said Mike's wearing it, you know, ugly puke green shirt, like I have specific knowledge of this. So you'd be calling me a liar if, if you disagree. Yeah, but what you're talking about now is citing your references. Right. Which, you know, which today he has to be done because you can't yeah. just blindly believe anybody anymore. Right. Right. And it, I, people have a problem with doing that, though. Sure. And then some people, believe it or not, they can't even cite their references. Right. You know, you say, hey, what? Where'd you get that from? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just popped up on your phone. You read the headline and now you're running with it. You know, I, yeah. I just I have a problem with the blatant ignorancy of of the, the parroting anything. And a good example I'll give you is, you know, what, what we're going on right now with this whole election thing. Now, if you want to say, you know, your opinions, this, that, and the next thing, I get it. You want to say that there's no widespread corruption, whatever you want to say. But when you make a comment like there is no voter fraud i i really don't know how you can think that that's even possible like i think voter frauds existed since voting is, is existed it may not turn the election it may not another so to me when i hear people make statements like that and you're not citing me statistics you're not saying hey we went through and every then you've lost me on everything you say after that because that's mm -hmm. disingenuous. Right. You can even say we haven't found any voter fraud. You can say we haven't found any voter fraud that's going to affect or change the election. But when you make a dumb, bold statement like that, uh, th I, you lost me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. What do you think about that, Dontavis? No, I agree. I'm in agreement. So yeah. your second point was after ignorance was what? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetfulness. <laughs> yeah, forgetfulness. <laughs> uh, what did I say? I said uh, ignorance. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Well, when we talk about a huge divide in the country, I, and you you uh, say one of the reasons is ignorance, I think ignorance breeds fear. Yes. You, you know, and I, I could show you on all sides, no matter what the topic is, it's, it's based on fear, fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, to your second point, which was, I think, yeah, compassion, 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 maybe. Or, uh... Well, the, the one and two, they kind of go hand in hand because 
how am I supposed to show compassion towards Jim, who's a single dad? I think he has it easy. We touched on this before, right, Jim? I think he has it easy. Why is he complaining? He don't have this. He don't have that. I can't show compassion towards him. Or I just blatantly outright refuse to show compassion towards him when he's speaking about his problems, you know? And I think it's... uh, We don't want to see the world or our world through Jim's from Jim's perspective. You get what I'm saying? So that thing that that goes in line with that compassion. I want to, I want to touch before we get too far off and I forget, cause I'm, I've got the worst memory in the world. Um, you know, I say communication is the biggest problem. And, and I think Mike, you hit on a really good point when you talk about fear. And if you know what happens, let's say fear of the unknown, fear of the unknown is what it's a lack of communication or bad yeah. communication. So that fear uh, forces people to do things. And what is one of the things you do in fear? And there was a great example uh, somebody gave me about uh, a dark room. You know, you're sitting in a chair in a dark room, right? And you're not going to sit there forever, right? Because you just, what were you going to do? So you get up in the dark room, you can't see anything. And you're going to walk your way across, you know, hands out like you're sitting, and you feel a wall. Right. When you feel that wall, what does that give you? It gives you kind of a sense of, of security of where I'm at, what's going on. What would have happened if you pushed that wall and it fell down? Most people would run back to the chair because they're mm-hmm. looking for that security. And that security in our day to day is called tribalism. So when you fear things and you can't explain them or you don't know what's going on or you don't want to be wrong or you don't want to be fearful, you tend to join in with the tribe that's screaming the loudest to what you relate to. Yeah. And you don't even care what they're saying at that point. You just want to feel that security. Yeah. Like minds always gravitate towards one another. Sometimes they do it not even knowing. Oh, my goodness. Look, you know? I'm gravitating. Going the wrong way, Jim. Going the wrong way, Jim. No, no, no. Not on my screen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, like minds gravitate towards one another, you know? So if Jim says something that I don't like based on my screen here, guys, I'm going to start going like this. Down there with Dante. Yes. He's down there. He's he's down there. Yeah. He can't migrate anywhere because I don't think he can stand any higher. Yeah, right. (laughs) So how do you feel about that, Dante? Uh I, I'm I'm in agreement with Jim. Again. Okay, so let me ask you this: now, now I got to you're in agreement with uh, Jim. I got to come after you now. So, <laughs> all right, go for it. So, can you name a time where you showed compassion or you learned to show compassion for something that you were once ignorant about? Yeah, my deployment. Ooh, I don't know please. if you want me to go on. Yeah, please. Please, this is a uh, great show. Just uh, prior to deployment, you know, I'm, I'm going to Afghanistan and you're, you're told, you know, they're the enemy, they're the bad people. Um, and when I get over there, I was a fobbit. Um, but I'm working with the foreign nationals um, to help bring the trucks into the base because they're delivering the supplies and stuff <clears throat> in between bases. And uh, I got over there and for the, the first I want to say a couple of weeks of my deployment. I was very standoffish. Don't talk to me. Don't don't look at me. Just keep keep it moving. Um, so I, I, I was I was just kind of feeding into my training. Just 
thinking they're all the enemy. And I got over there. I'm like, I realized like they're nothing like what I was told or what I was told. It was nothing like what, and that's my experience. That's not every veteran's experience. That was my experience. Um, so I, yeah, that, that was, uh, that, that was an eye-opening, eye-opening deployment for me. Do you feel like you fed some bad information? Uh, I don't want to say bad information. Right. I want to say I wasn't given the entire, uh, the entire story. Yeah, I think the intel would say that. Uh, yeah, there's some good apples in the bunch, but we have to focus Man. on the bad apples. Oh, <laughs> Mike, I want to hear your compassion stories because I know you're like a, you know, like a Papa Smurf kind of fluffy, you know, compassionate to everyone. I'm not compassionate towards you. I know. That's why I let you get it out here. <laughs> and I think it's no. probably for centuries of wrongdoings that some people I think that look like me did to you or no, some people that look I, like I, you. I trace your lineage, man. Oh, you did? I told you about that. Yeah. I got, Good luck. I, I can't to, even I, do I, it. I did it for you, damn it. Mm, All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, talking about single parents and this is true because I, I mentioned this in another show it's like uh you think they don't have it as bad as they might say but then you know you experience something and it's like what the freak okay <laughs> okay and they have to you know mine is temporary you know because my spouse had an issue but then I'm like damn they have to do that every day <laughs> single mothers and I'm not a I'm not I'm not talking about, hey, they put themselves in that predicament or whatever, but it's just acknowledging the hard work that goes with being a single parent, you know? And, you know, just to touch on that, I always felt single mothers, you know, I always felt for them because my mom was a single mother, but I never knew what she had to go through, you know, with five boys. So, yeah, much respect to mom on that one. Yeah, you learn that as yeah. you get older anyway with your parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But let, let me share with mine. I think mine was, um, you know, I grew up with dogs, you know what I mean? So dogs are nothing new to me. I understood what they, they add to the family, their companion. You know, I understood that. I even went to canine school in the military. So I, I understand the dynamics of what the dog can bring. Hold up. Before you get started, where did you do canine school, Jim? Uh, Sam Houston, was it? Mm. At Lackland Air Force? That's I think it's the only canine, isn't there? There are other ones? Yeah. Oh, you did canine school there, but where'd you... Uh, oh, I didn't get a dog because I was in Hawaii. <laughs> and then when I got back to Hawaii, they didn't have a spot for me. And then that's when Hawaii. I went to Fort Hood, remember? I was yeah. supposed to get a dog at Fort Hood, so I never really worked a dog. I just went to school. So I, yeah, really I didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so back to my story. So I know the dogs. I know the stuff. You know, I, I get it, you know. But then I got a job as a vet tech assistant. And mostly my job was just to fetch medicines and needles and clean up poop and, you know, whatever else, you know. But part of my job was to take dogs that were put to sleep and throw them in a big trash bag and throw them in the freezer. And I didn't really have a problem with it because one of the things I was very um, ignorant about um, was these people that would come in and they'd, they'd spend three grand to give their dog two more months to live. 
And then they'd be back two months later and the dog didn't make it. And now they're in their sob and like, you know, the world is over. And then you start to realize like these dogs only live, you know, 15 years at the most, if the smaller breeds, some breeds 10 years, you know, so why would you do that? Why would you get a dog, bring it into your family, love it like one of your kids. And then you're a bawling mess when it dies until, until my dog that I had, which I gave to my dad when I deployed, so it became my dad's dog, he died just uh, two days before my wife was diagnosed with cancer. Now, mind you, at the time, my daughter was, you know, four years old or something like that. So I'd made a plaque for my, my dog and I, I, I went to hang it on the wall. And my daughter's like, can I keep that? And she, you know, asked me, you know, why I did it. And I explained, you know, the dog went to heaven. You know, I gave her that whole explanation, you know. And then uh, 10 months later, her mom died. And let me tell you, the hardest thing I ever had to do was watch my wife die. And then the second hardest thing was to go tell my daughter that her mother wasn't coming home. I mean, I even Googled it. Google's like, just be straight up. But this was the defining moment. When I went to tell my daughter that your mom's not coming home, she's no longer with us, she's gone to heaven. She looked at me and she said, oh, just like your dog. And I mean, I'm the one crying and she handled it like an adult because she understood the reference. So from that point on, I understood this is how children learn about loss. So mm. everyone should have a dog, get a big dog. So it dies in five years, but everyone should have a dog because that experience is it's essential. And that was where it completely changed my mind and the compassion for people who bring them in and I had more compassion. So it got harder to put dogs in trash bags and throw them in the freezer. Mm. So Wow. Wow. I never heard anything like that. That's 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 good. Yeah, yeah. that's real good. Wow. Touching yeah, story. I didn't mean to kill the mood, but you know, I mean that's Yeah, you pretty much did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lost your way, brother. <laughs> Hey, I think that's perfect to go into our favorite segment. Yeah, Let, let's let's do that. Let's instead of a somber mood, let's move on to something a little more exciting. Jim, you had me and Dontavious like this. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. Yeah. Well, you gotta assume that every single parent usually comes with some story. Yeah, so right. It isn't always as bad, but you know, whatever. And, and there's people that work, so I'm not even sitting here trying to get attention or any of that stuff. So. Right. But it is vital. So anyways, let's move on. Let's pull the pin already. Like the name of our show, something we get uh, just irritated about in the world. And we just want to share it with you guys because we have your attention for a couple minutes. So you're going to listen. So who wants to go first? Mike James. You know, I'm going to take a page out of uh, our good friend uh, Nate's book, Nate DeVette. Um, and he mentioned something about car dealerships. I had an issue with the car during my, I was going through all this stuff with the family and I had an issue with the car. Uh, found out that my car registration expired at the end of August. Been letting my daughter drive it, but it expired at the end of August. So I said, well, okay, let me go get it inspected real quick so I can get the registration renewed. They popped it in, had like 10 to 12 codes pop up. And I was like, you know what? She's done. Hey, she's an old car. She's been around 15 years. It's time to pull the pin on that one. Right. So uh, we go to get a new car. It's about that time. 15 years. Hey, it's about time to get a new car. I can't stand my, my wife. Was like, hey, just stop. Only thing she heard was I hate coming in car dealers. I can't stand it. 
because you go talk to them, then the car salesman, then they have to go talk to someone else, come back and give you the best deal, best price. Then they have to go back. Then they come back. Then they go back. I said, hey, I told the guy, if you get up out that chair one more time, we're done. We're done. Well, I, I can't make the call. Then get him in here so I can talk to him. Why so are you even best? here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that, you know what, Jim. I'm being serious, man. That's how mm-hmm. I felt. It's like get the person in here to make the decision. Hey, I want this car for twenty five thousand. If you can't do it, what do we have to talk about? Hey, I can get it down to twenty six. So. From that extra thousand, because a buddy of mine is a car salesman, he said from that extra thousand, he would have made two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars max. So he lost all of that commission because we walked out the door, and we went to another dealership, got the same car, everything on it, same thing Nate said, right? Everything that we wanted on it, and for the price that we wanted, and I said I don't get it. That's why I say. Pull the pin on these guys, man. It's just, oh, it's just so irritating. Sorry to take so long, man. Go. All right, you got something, Dontavious, or you want me to go? Uh, I want to pull the pin on people who eat their steaks and burgers well done. Um, I think you're childish. I think you need to be a vegetarian. You're not serious about eating meat. Um, so that needs to not be a thing. <laughs> It annoys me Somebody orders a steak Well done Stop it man You're you're playing with your food Just go ahead and order a salad (laughs) Well that's what I was going to say So if you burn your meat you might as well just eat vegetables Just eat the sides Beef jerky uh, Maybe I don't know Oh God! Okay, I'm well, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Don David. Finish, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. it. I'm like, what is, what is he a chef or something? You getting upset? I don't know. It just aggravates me. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a, that's a hard one to follow up because I, I don't know how to hide my meat. But um, no, I'm not a well done guy. But uh, I, I will tell you that uh, one thing that really annoys me, getting back to that single parent kind of vibe thing, uh, if you ain't figured out who does the laundry in the house, it's this guy here. Um, mm. One thing that annoys me is maybe it's never happened to you guys. Maybe it's just me and I'm a complete idiot. But if you've ever been out somewhere and you feel something strange in your pant leg and then you realize that there's a sock in there that kind of got stuck in there from the laundry. Yeah. I don't know what's the deal with that. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, can't there be different compartments for different things? Like, can we dry socks in one compartment and pants in another? Cause that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. You guys get on that engineers. You go get on that. You reaching for the sock around moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, that was a good one. That was a good one. Pull yeah, the pin. So okay. I, I think we've we've done enough damage tonight. Thanks for tuning in, taking your time to listen to us, fools. Uh, hope you come back to next time. And until then, Godspeed and pull the pin. Peace. <laughs>